Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Exactly what? Three days to go before the FIFA Women's World Cup. That's what it's down to, but I believe that there's still shenanigans happening within the South African football uh, national women's uh, team. The issues of payment and bonuses still raging. Uh, that fire is burning. Uh, hopefully, we will get somebody from uh, the Players' Union to give us an update because it is worrying uh, that ahead of such a massive, massive, major tournament uh, in the FIFA Women's World Cup, we will still be having problems with just a couple of days left before the kickstart of that tournament as far as that ball is concerned well not that there was a shortage of drama on their side from a sponsorship perspective. Uh, they are, what, 11 days to go before uh, the Netball World Cup happening down in Cape Town here in South Africa. Then the FIBA Basketball World Cup happening in 39 days. Uh, Rugby World Cup, hey, South Africa, are we going to be ready? Hey, 53 days to go before that major, major showpiece. So the reality of it all uh, is starting to kick in and rearing its Wonderful head. I won't say ugly. Not yet, because there's always uh, resolutions, as they say, uh, that things will be resolved one way or the other. But what we've been observing down here in Devon has the Kosafa Cup as a uh, uh, taken charge and really gotten everybody interested and excited uh, has been the ascendancy of Zambian football once again. You know, Zambia, they're also out there uh, for the FIFA World Cup in Australia, New Zealand. Uh, not that I've heard much in terms of rumblings going on uh, which is good that's very settling and i'm happy for that you know they've been doing uh, a great deal uh, from their side so we will chat um trust me i'm looking at the trophy here it's beautiful the coach is here the technical director is here uh, in studio uh, we'll get to them in a second i just want to get this manana story uh, going because i mean the world cup preparations on the pitch have been diligent uh, you can't fault them now can you but off the pitch it's a different story and it just seems that one huge mess. And you really don't know, uh, and I suppose you don't know what this does to them mentally, uh, going into such a major tournament as this one. Their bonus situation has not been resolved with only a week to go. Hey, less than that, three days to go. Uh, but maybe a week before their game, uh, their opening game against Sweden on Sunday. So the new developments, if you haven't been following, uh, Safa's not paying the technical team. The 115,000 rand uh, that was announced at the Motsipa Foundation press conference uh, where a 6 million rand bailout was given to the association. So instead, Safa has given the technical team a revised contract and the players and technical team are disputing uh, the association's new deal. And like I said, it seems like one big mess. Let's uh, get to the bottom of this. Uh, I've got Tuntlantla Shabalala, the Safu Secretary General on the line. Tuntlantla, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Rob, and uh, good evening to the listeners. Yeah, I might have my wires crossed. You're the only person that can panel beat them back into shape. What's the latest? What's going on in Australia, New Zealand? What's happening with the Banyana camp? Yeah, Rob, uh, we are just uh, actually taken aback as well uh, by uh, Safa's son, uh, the one that they pronounced uh, yesterday to be specific. They say that they. Uh, Safi took a unilateral decision to announce that the 115,000 bonuses that uh, were to be given to staff. And um, it was very confusing, you know, it has been said, because I know very well as I was part of the engagement that was going on between Safa and Safu, uh, representing uh, Banyana Banyana team. 
that is with the players and the staff included. And there is a, there was an agreement reached uh, that the players would get about two hundred and thirty thousand each, and staff members would get half of that. And uh, now that uh, is the position that they've taken. Maybe staff I can uh, clarify to what is it that is happening. Because what surprises us is that we would have held a press conference announcing, you know, the agreements that would have taken place on the 4th of July. Staff was present in that particular press conference. They did not object to the announcement that was made in the conference or thereafter. Now, the question that we ask is why come now after a week or so to pronounce something different or something contrary to what has been agreed upon? It's, it's really baffling, Robert, to say the least. But why would things change, though, from the leadership of the players? And I know that our captain, Rafila Jan, uh, was pretty solid. I remember the clip that came through, which we posted uh, on social media, where the president of the association, Danny Jordan, uh, was alluding to the fact that everything had gone well, even up until that stage, before the bailout happened. And you could tell from her stance, she was saying, no, things are not well. There's still an outstanding issue. By the looks of things, though, Tlantla, that is still the outstanding issue. Why would why would it be that way, though, especially given the press conference, the big hype, the bailout that was announced? Yeah, it's, it's really uh, shocking, Robert, to say the least. I mean, one thing that we could not do is form part of the press conference that's going to communicate something that uh, does not exist. That's one thing that we cannot do. And we just don't understand. And maybe I should just give you the background, Robert, of what actually it is that happened. You know, during the negotiation, uh, there would have been a discussion between the president and the leadership of Banyana, and the four captains that we were interacting with the whole time. And there was about 300,000 rands that was available for each player, which the players were very happy about. But finding out that if they get that, that is not going to be allocated anything. This is where the Banyana leadership met with us and had a discussion, and they said, look, man, these people work hard. These people prepare us. We are what we are and appear as we appear on the field because of the contribution that they make in preparing us. And as a result, we don't think it's fair that they go into the World Cup without any guaranteed figure that they are going to get in terms of the amount of remuneration. So as a result, we are willing to back down. The 300K, we are willing to cut it down. And they did the calculations whereby they said, okay, it seems that if each of us takes about 230,000, then there's money that will be allocated for us. Or what could happen is that we take the money, and from what we receive from the 300,000 grants, then we can use part of that money to pay staff ourselves. And we took the engagement to suffer to say, okay, this is what the women are settling for. They are settling for 230, provided staff will get the 115, which the president of SAFA uh, indicated to the players that he is quite okay with that, he's happy with that. There are no issues. And that's what concluded uh, the engagement that we had uh, with the SAFA team that was negotiating with staff on the day. So them going back on their way, Robert, just showed the total lack of respect uh, for the technical team and the staff and everything that they do in preparing this Banyana team. They work hard with it. They, they dedicate their time, their patience, and the results we see on the field are as a result of a collective effort. And Banyana that we don't want them left out. And therefore, in our engagement, let us include it. And SAFA gracefully agreed to all the requirements or demands that we put forward into the table.
But when they say within that statement that they never promised any staff 115,000 rand uh, prior to what they call now Ntlantla, they're throwing it back to you. They're saying that Safpu had a unilateral announcement. As I said, bro, it is very surprising and unprofessional of Safa. And Safa, they want to plunge this country into a crisis. Because I can tell you, family, so ever that Banyana Banyana team, they said they are not going to sign those contracts unless staff is guaranteed the money that would have been agreed. And I don't even know at this point because they seem very, very determined to move together with their staff. So, is this what we want? We want to see a banana that's uh, probably refusing to take on to the field on the basis that Safa shows and continues to show a lack of, a lack of respect for the way they give to the players and the commitment that they make. That's not what we want. We want the country to move forward, which is why Safa, in, in initially, we got involved in this discussion to make sure that we resolve all matters before we move into the World Cup. And the current situation that we find ourselves in is very unfortunate. And if indeed, we made a unilateral announcement on this issue. Where was Safa for the last uh, 10 days? Where have they been sleeping off? Because it's, uh, for me, I think that's an urgent matter. And if somebody announces something of this nature and you are not in agreement with that, they had an opportunity to verify their position on that, but they have not. Now, coming with what they are coming, they is surprising uh, to say they leave Robert to say, because at first they came with excuses to say the money that comes from FIFA is reinvented, and that money cannot be used for any other thing. And we have said to them, there's money that is there, and we believe that money can also be used to be allocated for staff. We understand that they've got development, women's football, we understand that they've got other national teams that uh, they say must qualify and they need to use the money for the qualifiers and all of that. But that money is not for that only because it clearly states on the letter that was given to FIFA, further clarifying. Uh, the issues of the price money allocation to say that the money must pay coaches and staff. It can pay technical staff and the coaches. And that's why I said that is not the position. So this begs the question is who's pulling more of it? Because these are the that we have before us. Yeah. And, and, and just before I get to a final point with you, I know that the line is not the best line that we have with you in Klantler, but the, just the issue about signing an agreement so where I stand, I would be happy, I think the nation would have been happy if there was a press conference where we would have seen, for example, players, technical staff, everybody involved, signing an agreement, signing a contract in front of the world to see. Because now, like you rightfully say, it's a he said, she said, we don't know because these are seen to be confidential documents, but they shouldn't be that way. If you're going to Call a press conference, call a press conference. Let's see the people signing publicly. Then we know that we're not being made fools. Yes, yes, indeed, bro. I mean, one of the things that that's highlighted also in that particular press conference, it was that because of the engineering negotiations, which took days, I mean, it's closer to the departure for Banyana Banyana, but we've agreed on the money aspect of things. And that will be added as initial to the existing contract of the players. But not only that, we also needed to amend certain things on the contract of Banyana Banyana because there are certain clauses that we didn't agree with, which is things that I think Safu uh, and Safa have found each other on that particular space in terms of the wedding and all of that. But if indeed we have the time, I think that's something that would have been done because we didn't think in our view that we are working with dishonest people, people who 
have the courage to come and stand in front of the nation and the world at large and endorse uh, the discussion and their agreement, only for them later on to come back and turn on their way. And they base this on principles because Sasa says it's a, it's a principle uh, that uh, they cannot pay staff who allocate money from uh, money that are given by tournaments and all of this. And I, I don't understand what they are talking about because for the honorarium payments, there was never a meeting held in heaven where angels presided over the letter. They took a decision themselves. And even now, mm. this matter is very, the Banyana team is very passionate about this matter. They've spoken about it. And Safa uh, can change uh, this particular principle of theirs because, in my view, it is very nonsensical. I mean, is it uh, a principle that must come from heaven, such that uh, before it can be removed, it must be subjected to an entity from heaven where angels chair the commission. I don't think so, Robert. As a matter of fact, the money that are allocated to FAFA, FIFA would have been clear about it that they can include payments of coaches and technical staff. And FAFA said they don't have the money, but this has been clear on that. So they can take that part of the money and make sure that they pay the staff because this is what Banyana Banyana team is passionate about. And we are only following a message that has been given to us by our principals. Unfortunately, we will not take that down until the justice prevails on this particular issue. I don't know if you know anything about the, let's say, the coach, uh, because the information I have is that the coach herself, Desiree, doesn't qualify for a bonus um, and that she knows about it herself. Uh, the bonuses, I believe, are for non-SAFA employees. Uh, so she gets hers as per her SAFA contract because she's permanently employed. It's one of the things that Robert, I think it might all make sense, but in the discussions we had with SAFA, they said Desiree for a separate contract she knows of the terms and conditions, so everything is clear on the path. And the coach has not really communicated anything, you know, from the, from her side to some insane, kindly represent me on this matter, or I've got it again of such and such a nature. She has been uh, quiet and just carrying on about her duties and responsibilities. Whether she's happy or not, I don't know. Maybe, Robert, you know, because sometimes people uh, are more focused on securing the employment that they have, because it's very clear that some there's no intention of engaging on anything in good faith, and uh, they want to victimize. I mean, expect it would have happened before the end of game where Banyana team said, let us engage, let's talk about the things that don't make us happy. Come talk to us. And they said, we are chasing you away. They had a, a team, a makeshift team that uh, they elected to go and play on the game. It shows you the kind of people that they are, because I believe with every agreement, there should be engagement between Safa and the players so that on all of these issues. So it's uh, very unfortunate that uh, things are where they are. Because what we are fighting for, uh, first and foremost, is about the social economic rights of our people. And the staff, everywhere on it. You can imagine they would go and stay for a month in uh, New Zealand or Australia. What they allocated is a mere $50 a day, which is an allowance. And if you count it down into 30 days, it gives around about 24, maybe 24 and 27,000. Are you telling me that that's the only thing that they're going to get at the World Cup as a currency? Because any other money that they would have engaged with Safa is uh, on the basis of Banyana Banyana progressing to the next stage. And every time they progress, there would be an allocation of about 50,000 rent per person. We are not interested in that. That would come as a result of the brilliance of Banyana Banyana that they will display at the World Cup. But at this point, we are talking guaranteed money for staff, not money that they will get based on the performance. And that's what Banyana Banyana said. 
we must get, and that's exactly what customers see because they've agreed to that as well. Ntlanja, let's chat again soon. I'm just a very worried person and so are many South Africans right now. Uh, Ntlanja Shabalala is the SAFPU, South African Football Players Union Secretary General, joining us on the line. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Robert. All right. So I think what I'm getting from this is that there have been probably no KPIs at attached to the contracts, uh, because if they were, then we wouldn't be in this mess. There would just be bonus-related issues uh, pertaining uh, to the tournament itself and how far they get in the tournament. So uh, we'll chat to Bruce Davidson regarding Wimbledon a bit later on in the show, but after the break, uh, we will celebrate here in studio the Zambian triumph at the Kosafa Cup. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, Nine four seven, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.